When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it is Monday, September 20th. A little rainy out there, but we're hanging out with Julia and Brittany. This hour, we've got Hollywood Speak. Some big news on the morning show coming out last Friday. Julia's random thoughts, and I'm guessing we're going to sneak in a little more Emmy talk from time to time. we got to talk about them Emmys more. We do, because we watched them. I watched them. I, I know it. You know what, what time did they get done? 10.30? Was that? 10.50. I think they went 15 minutes over. That's not too bad, though. I didn't think so. I really, I just thought it was <gasps> such an enjoyable night. What? Like the guy um, who won for something for um, the Queen's Gambit. The Queen's the, Gambit. When he was so awkward telling them to take the music off. He, he th- was told three times to stop talking. Yeah. He was the guy who, um, let's see, what was he? Director, Frank uh, Scott Frank. He briefly became Hollywood's most hated man. And so Brittany and I are, um, Grant, we're watching it at the same time. And she's watching her TV through YouTube TV. No, I'm not. Or what are you watching? I thought through? you were. Mine no. was just like a, I have no anything. So I just have a little baby antenna, antenna that I watch normal TV on. And I, I, was, I was letting it get a little bit ahead so I'd catch up to it. Uh-huh. But I've watched more commercials last night than I've watched in a year, I think. And we had some great commercials during the Emmys, I thought. But yeah, and you're like, this guy, he's on his second page. Look at all the pages he's got. And I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? You're ahead of me. And like, spoiler alert number two, because she did this like five times. Like five. Oh. But that was the first time you gave me a heads up I that know, there was spoilers. Like, <laughs> but he goes, he says, seriously, stop the music, he said at first. And then he said, I'm almost done. And then you, anytime they play the music, he'd put his hand up all mad. And I do have to say, like, I get that, like, this is your moment, and I get right. that. But, like, he was long-winded and boring. It was boring. He was boring. And I and I know you, you could say those quick things about, because he wanted to do, like, a paragraph on mm-hmm. each actress he worked with. Right. But it's come not, on. It can't. This isn't the place. This is not the Thank place. Thank him afterwards right. at your after-dinner party. One of the things that I really thought worked from, besides giving out the awards and all that kind of stuff, was they did this um, this Emmys group therapy bit with Jason Alexander, Scott mm-hmm. Bakula, Allison Hennigan, Fred Savage, Zoe Deschanel, and Dr. Phil. And I thought... So funny. That was hysterical because they're sitting around talking about, well, I've never won an Emmy. And Jason Alexander said, I was nominated seven years in a row and I never won an Emmy. Scott Bakula is like, I've been in this for 50 million <laughs> years and I've never won anything. Allison's like, I haven't won it. Fred Savage is like, I won two by the time I was 14. And everyone looks at him no, like, No, I got nominated for right, two. Nominated. Who's that? I thought it was clever. So funny. And Zoe Deschanel was like, well, my generation doesn't really need this, but where's my bleeping Emmy? Yeah. You know? And it where's was very funny. One of the other, um, I thought there were a lot of moving moments, but Jean Smart, who's been in the business for a long time, and a lot of people know her from designing women. She was on Mayor 
of Eastwood, Weirdwood, Wick, Ham, East, Eastern. Well, now you've got me straight I know, up. Mayor of Easttown. Easttown, thank you. And she also is on Hacks, which and is this great so show on HBO. So. And she's so good in Hacks. I mean, yeah. she was really good in Mayor of Easttown, too, but she was so talented in Hacks. And And so... I remember learning when we were watching Hacks that her husband had passed away and why this, the penultimate episode of Hacks was really emotional and meaningful because there's a death in it. So here is her acceptance speech. Hi, I'm... <laughs> I just won an award. Okay, so that one's missing an action. No, it's, it's there. It's just nothing's coming through the computer here. Give me a second, guys. I apologize. All right, well, there well, we go. Well, and it was kind of cute, too. She also, at that point, gave a shout-out to Mayor of Easttown. She's like, and, you she know... And, and Even I, though I'm here for hacks, but Mayor of Easttown, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, and so that was cute, too. It was... I would say the main thing about this is it seemed so... It, it was that same theme that we've been talking about all year, that people are showing up jovial. Yes. And these everyone seemed to show up jovial. Like, mm-hmm. everyone seemed like they wanted to be there, and they were having fun. Absolutely. And they're with... And they were just... You're right. Happy. And they wore clothes last night, which was different. We're going to get to the fashion. I mean, they were beautiful clothes. There were a couple yeah. of like really strange interpretations of fashion that we must discuss. We must discuss. But let's listen to Jean Smart. Here's her speech. Um, before I say anything else, I, I, have to, I have to acknowledge my late husband, Richard Gilliland, who um, passed away six months yesterday. And he, I would not be here without him without his kind of putting his career on the back burner so that I could take advantage of all the wonderful opportunities that I've had. And my two incredible, unselfish children, Connor and Forrest, who um, uh, are both, uh, they're both very courageous individuals in their own right, and they put up with mommy commuting to Philadelphia and back. And but um, Hags has been such a thrill. I, I gotta tell you, um, Oh my God, uh, Jennifer and Paul and Lucia, first of all, congratulations. And congratulations on your wedding. I couldn't be there. I'm so sorry. Two of the three but, um, writers got buried I, I, I last week. I read weekend. this and I said, I have to do this. It checked off every box I was hoping for. And Casey Blois and everybody at, at HBO for all your support. And, and uh, oh my God, I'm going to forget everybody's name. I'm so sorry. And, and my incredible um, team, Steve, uh, Scott, Steve. Scott, <laughs> Scott Henderson, uh, a WMA You know what I love? She was wearing a Ralph Lauren dress that looked gorgeous, gorgeous with a sheer her. top, and she's really fit and tall and beautiful. It was just so moving. It looked corseted as well. Yeah, it, um, it was so lovely. You know what's lovely about that? She had a standing ovation like for two minutes. It felt I know, like, I know, which was amazing in that room. You know, it's crazy because like an actress like that has done a lot of parts. And has worked really hard and, and does it so well that like a lot of times those side parts don't really go super noticed. Somebody later in life getting their dues. And, and I know that she's always had a paycheck and always mm-hmm. had these things. But like the attention that we have on her lately is like it's, it just gives you that like if you it can still happen. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Don't, like, don't quit. Don't quit. Yeah. And it can still happen for you. And. I, I mean, like that you said that, Brittany, because you're young and, you know, a lot of people, um, there have been a lot of great success stories with o- older actors 
that we're seeing. I mean, the Kaminsky project with Michael Douglas and some of but, you know, his old friends that are hysterical. You know who else I think of all the time with the same concept is Catherine Hahn. Oh, she's she always did well and was very funny, and but never had like these like you know roles where you really could see her acting chops. And then she did that, you know, the one that was very sex positive, um, Mrs. Something. Let's talk about sex. It was on. It was on HBO. HBO. Yeah, and yeah. then if WandaVision, and like she's somebody later in life, we're like, wow, she is so t- not as late as life is obviously um, yeah. keen, but it's one of those things where you go, wow, like this is. And I think there is something about too how we're hitting up a new age in media that like you know same thing with mayor of east town we didn't have a, 20 a little year more old, age positive yes age positive body positive yep. we don't have a 20 year old who's got the best body in the world yep. who's this detective and i'm loving it like yeah. it's just been a really fun time to watch men and women mm-hmm. but especially because women get you know rejected more often for that in hollywood and they're making better stuff because of it yeah i i would agree i think it's wisdom Wisdom is coming through. I just love, I love it. And, you know, Jean Smart, she's not all plastic surgery up. No. She looks like she used to look. I know. She you looks, know, there's yeah. a tweak here or there, but it's not like the puffy cheeks, the big, you know, the crazy, crazy. I yeah. just think she was beautiful. All right, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, it is time for Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Oh, my gosh. All right, so it's a Monday that seems random in its own way. We've had a silly show so far. It's a Monday. If you're just joining us, you might want to listen to the replay. We had Craig Gass with us. He was a gas. He was. He was a gas. I had no clue who he was. And Brittany's like, we got to have him on. I'm like, okay. I know. He's Let's funny. And now Let's maybe, maybe we'll learn it. To sometimes, to sometimes <laughs> you can listen to me. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we've got the qualifier. All right. So here's like interesting new invention. All right. So I don't know about you. I have still on this one wall different chips of paint, um, the little samples, you know, they call mm-hmm. them chips, up on my wall. I did not know they call them chips. That in by itself is a little white, thought. Little yeah. white chips of paint, you know, the little... Like the samples you're yes, saying? Yes, the samples. So I have them up on my wall. Yeah. I could look, I could be wrong about that. Um, <laughs> and it's all white. And, you know, if you've ever tried to buy a white paint... It's, there's no such there, thing. There's no such... There's 17,000 different shades of white. It's impossible. It's white with the yellow. It's white with the cool tone blues. It's white with the this. It's white with the that. So I... This headline just grabbed me. <gasps> and it's the whitest paint ever could save you on your energy bills and the climate oh. and the planet. Oh, it'd be so ugly. So, well, here's the deal. Scientists so at Purdue ugly. University created the world's whitest paint. This is this discovery um, that um, the paint has earned a Guinness World of Records title. It was developed by the Purdue mechanical engineering professor, blah, 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 and his team of graduate students. And it, what it does is it has... It's going to save the world. It's got this radi- radioactive cooling or something they call it, which is passive cooling technology that offers great promises to reduce space cooling costs, combat the urban island effect, and alleviate global warming. Basically, the paint is so white that it reflects sunlight and heat away from your building. So when we started on this project seven years ago, the professor saying we were, we had saving energy and fighting climate climate change in mind they wanted to create a paint i can almost speak today hey hey basically what it does this paint decreases your need for air conditioning and cools down your home and 
it's supposed to be amazing. It's like going to be this amazing new invention through paint. <laughs> but like, okay, when it you reflects ninety eight point one percent of solar radiation and emits infrared heat. Nobody does white, white, white on the wall. Like nobody does white, white, white. It's more powerful what it can do than air conditioners used by most houses. So this is just watch for the world's whitest white paint that's going to save the world. They say that painting white or black is the hardest thing to do. Oh, it's hard because you get the lines. Yeah, you get the lines and black. Did you know black it. is super in right now? Black yes. Paint, yeah. All right. No, that's that's a good one. But anyway, watch for the world's whitest white paint that's going to save the world. And that's you're awesome. Say, yeah. I heard that on Julia's random thoughts when she couldn't even read the story because her allergies are in the back of her throat and she can't talk. Okay. I'm blaming it on that as, as opposed to my dyslexia today. That's fine. I don't mm-hmm. care either way. Hey, you're enough. You're <laughs> enough. You're enough for me, and you're enough for every listener, and they know it. All right, give me yours. Give me yours. I got a bunch of fun things to tell you about. Fun number one, this trendy little thing I've been doing lately, and I made it with three different box cakes. It's the two-ingredient cake, or cupcakes is what I've been making. Okay. All you have to do is take one box cake, you know, that box cake mix, the dry ingredients that come in that bag. You know, they say, like, put oil, put eggs, all the stuff in it. Oh, right. You say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not going to do it. Okay. And you get a can of pumpkin. Make sure it's not pumpkin pie filling. It's just pumpkin. Okay, right. And you mix the dry ingredients with the pumpkin, and and that's it. Mix, 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 like white or yellow. That's why I tried a bunch because I knew I was going to have to report on this. Okay. And because like (laughs) I was bored. You take your job seriously. I take my job so seriously. I did chocolate. I did vanilla. And then I did the one that really kind of leaned into it. Spice cake. That's what I gave you. that was good. And on that one, I added, I have to say, I added a third ingredient. I added some coconut in that one. Just because I love coconut. Yes. But that's a good idea if you like the... The consistency of cake. It's so easy. I don't know if it's necessarily better for you because the only thing you'd be getting rid of, well, getting rid of the eggs is not a great idea. No, it's the oil. It's the oil, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not like, it's like, no, you don't put that much oil in there. I mean, you put like Fourth a cup. cup. Yeah. So I I think what's really, it's just fast and easy. And it's kind of like fun because you feel like you're cheating the system. Um, And it's good. You had it. It's like super moist. I wouldn't say it's better than cake no i wouldn't either but, but it's an option it's an option it's okay. an option for people who have a lot of time on their hands not a lot actually i don't I have know it. i actually want to make it because it was really good it do you have and no t- you have no easy. time on your hands and all you have is this pumpkin that's been sitting in there because you think you're gonna and make I'm trying something to with invent pumpkin. white paint to save the world <laughs> so in yeah my off hours you've got time <laughs> all right i read this article and i thought it was really interesting i just kind of wanted to throw out the idea they've talked about this on goop they've talked about this on a couple different things psychedelic vacations so you go on a vacation and you take mushrooms and you take mushrooms are ayahuasca which i think is the basis of i forget what peyote or what yeah i don't know mushrooms ah hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Are you are you kidding me about this? This is for real? No, I, yeah, this is the real thing. And so okay. there was somebody that went in on this vacation. And I wanted to know, is that something you would ever think of doing? Take mushrooms or go on a vacation. So you go on a vacation just for this psychedelic drug. Okay, so in Nine Perfect Strangers, there's a name for what they're doing. This hallucinative drug that they're putting into people's shakes. Is and that they the call Nicole? it mini, mini dosing. Microdosing. Mi- microdosing. Microdosing. Yeah. Very shaking, healthy. You're actually. shaking your head over there. Yeah. And they're putting magic mushrooms or yeah. whatever it is. And um, into the shakes, and yeah. it's allowing people to have. And they've said that they're using magic mush- mushrooms right now to experience with doing different things with people with depression, yeah. Yeah. people with postpartum, postpartum depression. I yeah. heard mm-hmm. big time, and so they're trying to use it for that. I personally, and I know that microdosing. This is different than microdosing because this is like you're going to have a babysitter who takes you on this trip yeah. with you. Okay, and it's going to be like a full. How much does it cost? And where are I we going? I, I mean, I just want to know aside. if would you, you would it? do it. Yes. I don't know. Well, I don't know that I'd want to go on a vacation. I'd rather, I think for th- that, yeah. if let's just say hypothetically back in the day, people did that, that I might have hung around with. <laughs> yeah. And I never laughed so hard in my life laughing at them while they were doing this. Yeah. Of course. Um, I think that's a fine setting. I want to say yes because I've heard and they've talked about it too with microdosing and and overall is the idea that it can change. They're claiming that it can change the synopsis, you know, the synapses in your brain wave and creating new pathways. And that's the idea of changing the way you think of things. Sure. The idea of dealing with trauma, dealing right, with right, you know, right, 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 right. Um, and or it should addiction. be done. It should be helped by a professional. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I just am like, I'm so scared of being alone with my own brain and psychedelics. And so I don't Have know. Have you ever? I'm, never? Never done that. No. Okay. But like I've had bad experiences with like basics. Okay. And so like I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm the type to be able to get myself. If I'm told stay in a good spot, I'd be like. Giant spiders is what I think. Of. <laughs> oh no, no, like yeah, no. I know, but like I have intrusive thoughts. To to the party with I us. have intrusive thoughts all the time. So I'm like, as soon as you say, only think good thoughts. I'd say, I don't know, my legs are snakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you could be the babysitter. Okay, but this is yeah. going to be a new eco trend. Like, so yeah. if you are done with all your eco traveling, now you're going to do the psycho psycho psychedelic psychedelic traveling. Yeah. We're really. Is anyone grand? Would you go? Oh yeah, I would too. I'm just gonna be honest. Why not? I mean, it's legal in some states. Let's go have some fun. Try it out. You got to try everything once, right? Not everything. Well, don't say that there's kids listening. Well, not everything. You have to ask your parents first. Yes, ask your parents. But seriously, only cool people do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at that little peer pressure. (laughs) We're out totally. All right. Did you hear about this wingeding story? A reporter asked. Jillian Anderson, if she's consulted with Margaret or Mar- Margaret Thatcher uh, when she played the part on The Crown. Right. And she responded, uh, well, I have not spoken to Margaret because she's dead. 
There oh. you go. You know, you because she won last you, night for playing Margaret Thatcher. And on like, the crown, I crown wanted Julian Anderson. Did. I wanted to bring the story to you because you give sometimes you give you you're really hard on yourself that like when you're having conversations with like the comedian that was here and you said, oh, I'm this and that. There's always a lower bar that you haven't I love hit. That. That is that is a friend. You're it welcome. is. You can always do worse. You can always do worse. <laughs> I mean, let's close it with that. What? That was those were beautiful thoughts. Thank, Thank you. you for sending you us can off. Always do worse. You are you can, enough. I hate that line, but I think you can always do worse. <laughs> yeah, is great. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, it could have always been worse too. All right, um, Grant, what's happening with the traffic? The traffic could be worse. Oh, my gosh. Well, we were just talking about bad habits. I don't have any. Oh, yeah. You're perfect. All right. So, Brittany's sitting in for Lori today. We've got Grant with us. Um, we're going to get to more of the Emmy stuff and some of the speeches later in our show. Lord knows we're here for a while. Um, <laughs> we're not going and anywhere yet. And we're excited to be here. Oh, my gosh. What, where oh. else would you be right now? It's raining outside. This is a great spot. So, um, we want to hear from you guys. Is there anything new that you are watching that you're excited about that we haven't talked about that you should share with us? Our number is 651-641-1071. Give Grant a call and we'll hear from you. Um, Our text Julia's private line, which is... Um, oh, yeah, okay. I usually give it out when we do the um, when we chat about learning our acts mm. because they're a nine five two two. You don't have to go into detail, but why? <laughs> I've given mine out several times during theirs, so you've probably heard it on the air here before. But six five one. What are you watching? Six four one one zero seven one. I'm going to tell you. Okay, so I did the first episode of the morning show, mm. which is back on Apple Plus TV. Yes. I loved it. I loved the first season. I haven't watched the... And did they drop it all, or are they doing no, it weekly? it's just one. I think it's Fridays. Okay. Ted Lasso might be Fridays. This is Fridays, I think. But it was so good. It's so good. So are they both co-anchors right now? We got no, Reese and No, I'm not going to tell you anything. Oh, it you're starts off such a jerk. It starts off eight months later. <gasps> so lots of change. Lots of change, and I'm not going to tell you is anything. Is Jennifer Aniston still head like person. she's in the show still but she's not heading i'm not telling you anything i'm just oh, telling you she, i don't want to spoil it because um just give me something yeah we don't want to i'm not giving it up to I, you i've been watching uh lula rich which yes. is the lula row uh show where they talk about the leggings and the you know the mlm uh, do you love it it's really good. We're on the second episode, and we're we're having a good time with it. Lula, and that's Lula, Lula Rich. It's on Amazon. It's about the people pyramid. who started the pyramid scheme with leggings. I mean, yes. you saw them everywhere on Facebook. I know I had like eight cousins selling them. You did? Oh my god, we had See. so many cousins. Like I, they were obsessed with them. And it was so funny. My husband looks at me and he goes, "Did you have a pair?" And I was like, "Did you?" No, I didn't. How much were they? I don't think. I think they were reasonable. Okay. I think they were like forty bucks. All right. Like, I say reasonable in the sense of, like, it wasn't crazy like the other Lulu we know. Got it. Got it. Like the other Lululemon, which I don't own anything of, but my kids do. Okay. So we're going to talk with Ben. Hey, Ben, you are on my talk. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. All right. What are you watching that we should know about? Okay. So it's on FX. They actually just started the third season, and it's a vampire show called What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. And it is, like, a modern take on vampires, and it is hysterical it's hysterical oh. i've seen it it's really oh, funny i've never even heard of this do they play fx like on hulu or somewhere else if you don't <laughs> yeah i do you think fx it? is on hulu yes what we do in the shadows and it's funny 
It's got it's hysterical. It's got some people you would recognize by their face in um, Flight of the Concords. One of the main guys in that is okay. in it, and he's so funny. It's a lot of dry humor, um, and it's kind of like and not bloody humor. No, it's like it's like drama esque. It's like real world meets vampires. Oh, I love it! All right, so Ben, did you watch the Emmys? I didn't, but I'm enjoying your guys' play-by-plays. Okay. Thanks for being nice. You're so sweet. Thank you for listening, and have a good afternoon, okay? I love you. I love Brittany. Oh, God. We love you, Ben. We love you. I love her. Brittany loves you, too. I love her. Okay, I don't know the name of our next caller, so we're just going to keep talking. It's Grant. Mary Jo, and she's got a show that you guys, I think, are fans of. We've talked about this a little one. Mary Jo, how you doing? Good. Hi, Mary Jo. Happy Monday, if that's... Oh. If that like, works in a sentence. <laughs> what? what is wrong with you? Sometimes it just seems when you say happy Monday, you're like, yeah. Sounds condescending. Okay, yeah. it does. All right, so what are you watching that you love? Clickbait <gasps> on Netflix. I know. How Click far are you in it? You already, oh, I watched the whole thing. You can't stop. Okay, well, I've got two left to go. I, I just oh. stopped because I fall asleep. Brittany right. keeps playing commercials no, on my, her computer. My screen keeps sh- shooting on the noise. I wiped it down, and now it keeps turning the volume on. Does the clickbait? It's going into like wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. It's, it's good. It's not you know uh, excellent quality or whatever, but the story is just you can't stop. Okay, tell me what it's about, you guys. Well, you can tell us, Mary Jo. Yeah, Mary Jo, tell me. What? What is it? What's it? What it's about? Yeah. Oh, well, it starts out with um, a guy that is on, uh, on online. Yep. Online. It says, uh, you know, I abuse women or whatever. When I get when it gets to five million views, I die. Yeah. And of course, it's, you know, people, it just spreads like wildfire and, and people are viewing it and it goes on from there. There's way more to it than that. The, 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 the kind of explosive journalism in it, I think, is really interesting. It, it, it does have a lot of elements. Um, you know, the the whole, what's our society all about? Right. And, you know, why do we love this stuff? Right. Um, it, it does, but you just can't stop watching it. I would agree. I've fallen asleep. That's the only reason why I've stopped. Is it, it scripted or documentary? It's scripted. Okay. And it, you just peel back the layers. You start out finding out about yeah. this guy, and I'm going to die when this hits $5 million. And then you you meet his sister. You meet his wife. You meet the bigger part of his life. You yeah. meet all these, and it just keeps peeling it back, 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 back. It's very clever. Yes. And each episode is from somebody else's perspective. Yes, which is which is fun. All right, I like that. Did you watch the Emmys? Oh yeah. Didn't you think it was good? Uh, Okay, not so much. Oh gosh. Okay, what's what's wrong with me? I buy into all that. No, I think you're onto something. Was it fun at the beginning? And then, like, I feel like they need to just get rid of a big section in the middle (laughs) that calmed down. Because then it got exciting again. Like, if we started out strong and we had the, you know, the co-star and a supporting, and then there was like a good hour where I was like, yeah, they, they could they could punch this up a little. You know, I would almost rather listen to the speeches than have the lame comedy. Oh, really? Stuff. I thought it was funny. But yes, you're right. They had some good speeches. Yeah. They did. They I did. I feel like people should have their say. You're yeah. right. You are right about that, but we're only going to give them 59 seconds. 
But my issue with the whole Emmy thing was how they had to just pick this handful of shows that uh, got all these nominations. And then, of course, you know, all the winners were were great, but there's so much great television. Yeah. I think they spread it out a little more. Right. I heard that from someone else, because, like, Ted Lasso had 20 nominations, and The Crown had, like, 17 or something. I get that. I get that. I remember it was. Yeah. I mean, spread the wealth. Spread the wealth, people. We're going to spread the wealth, too, and we're going to hear from Tina and see what she likes watching. Thanks, Mary Jo. Tina, what are you watching that we should know about? Um, Lucifer. I mean, it kind of <gasps> went away, but the last season's back on. The okay. Season, which wasn't ever supposed to happen. Okay. Didn't that get canceled like three times and it kept coming back? Yes, it, but six, the sixth season is definitely the final season. Is it so good? Because I quit after season it one, is. and he's so actually once it hit Netflix, it like took off, and the... it's a lot better. Okay, so Lucifer. I and have you watched that, Brittany or Grant? I keep walking in on my husband watching it. And it's he, sexy, isn't is it? it? Yeah, I have not watched oh. it. I love, well, I love how it's a totally different take on the devil. Like, yeah. I just thought good versus evil. You don't really realize how much about Lucifer, the devil, like, his take on it, you know? it, it It's different. I'm going to go back because that guy's not bad to look at either. No. <laughs> and there's a lot more you can see. You get to see a lot more of him on that on Netflix. Oh, so, so when it went from network to Netflix, yes, there's so many more liberties. All right, I'll be talking to Justin I when I get home. Why is my husband watching Why this? Why is he watching it in the basement? <laughs> I keep walking down there. I was like, is this, what is this? He's like, it's I Lucifer. It. I don't think he'd like it. I love it, okay. Tina. Thank you. Thanks for yeah, calling in. Oh, gosh. Okay, so here's a couple shows that are going to be on tonight. We, mm-hmm. had we, have- one, we had one call that I didn't get on air that she just wanted to mention. Reservation Dogs, as you guys oh, yes. know, is a big one, and it's bringing a lot to the indigenous community. Yes. And she just thought that it's a great show, so you can see a lot. It, it's funny. It's got everything, and she just she didn't have time to stay on, but she wanted to express how great of a show, and, and she is indigenous herself, and she just yes. thought it was a great rendition of, of their lifestyle and how things that you can kind of sit back and take it all yes, in. Yes, so. and Neil Justin has been all over this, and we I can't remember remember what network it's on maybe you can find it's out on for hulu us. right now oh, it's on hulu, hulu uh, fx hulu fx with hulu because okay. they're combined same company and so. they um they were representative last night at the emmys mm-hmm. um the four lead characters were on giving um you know away one of the awards yeah. i don't know which one it was yeah. so yes thank you because that's supposed to be clever and like you said underrepresented group of people that we finally get to get a good to see yes. a good glimpse into absolutely yeah. i love it yep. i love it all right so it is time for us to take a break when we come back it's really a delightful favorite segment of ours uh, oh. it's a chef surprise we'll be right back what is the meaning of this all right here are a couple things for you at a hollywood hollywood speak oh people. good okay I wish Lori was here when we do this. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Okay, so yesterday was a double McFlurry day for me. How do you you speak that? Double. Do you know what's funny? You told me that, and I was not going to call you out on that. It was a double McFlurry day. When you pull up, that's eight bucks. That's eight. What what does that mean? Well, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. What what do you think? Do you think that she got two of the same flavor, or she went with two different? <laughs> like what? Uh, I'm thinking same thing. Just instead of getting a half pint, she got the full pint. Same thing. She did not double down. I didn't. Oh, what and did you I go wish with? I would have. But I've got some words for McDonald's. <gasps> oh, let's what? hear it. Was it 
Okay. So what, first what, of all, it was the longest line. Like, I started to have a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Every place Thinking, is. Every place is. It's because they can't get people in. I've never seen a line that long. Because but, they can't get people in. You guys, everywhere. We were spoiled for the last, our whole lives. We were. True. And with, with people that are working, uh, filling capacity. We're at a point, like, I went to a salad place that you make fun of me for eating at. Because it's so expensive. It took, like, an hour <laughs> to get my overpriced salad. Well, Chick-fil-A still figures it out. They've got lines around the corner, and I'm in and out of there in seven minutes. Are if you not. really? Because it's oh, they pay more or something? I don't know. The new one is just opening up. And it's, it's, it, they had that I'm joke scared. during the beginning of the vaccine distribution. They're like, if Chick-fil-A was handling the vaccines, everybody would have got one a lot quicker. They are so fast with getting people through their lines. So okay. they've got the secret, but you're right. The, the, the people not being there to help is a big part of it. So. I'm telling you, we were spoiled, and now we know. I, you're right about that, though. You are right about that. Because some days there's a major restaurant chain in my community that just doesn't open because they don't have oh, enough people to staff Me it. too. Yeah. yeah, Chipotle's across the whole western suburbs. Mm-hmm. Most of them are pickup only. You still can't even go inside and order anything because they don't have enough. Workers, you have to order online, walk in and pick up your order. You don't go through the line. The one in my, my house is like that. It'd be a good time to be a high school student. Yeah, for you can that. make some money. For that. Okay, so, um, anywho, no one got it right, but we're going to move on. No, wait. Okay, Why? the reason that you did double down, well, you had a wedding the night before. You got a little drunk, a little hungover, a little sweet tooth the next day. I don't. I just, and I wasn't even real hung, but I was tired. You Granted. do know that at this point, buying the ice cream in the blender and doing it at home might. But they have such good soft serve. Oh. Here's my deal. I went in my pajamas. Yes. So You're I, speaking my language, I saw Julia. the line and I wore like a nightie. Yes. And I couldn't get out of my... And I thought, <laughs> as I'm leaving my house, I need to bring a jacket, which I usually have 17 in the back of my car. But for some reason, I cleaned out my car to go to the wedding. And I, I was just like, I don't want to wait in this line. I just need to go to the grocery store. And get myself a gallon of ice cream and make malts yeah. all day, but whatever. All right, moving on. All day. So this was an early morning thing. I didn't go till noon. <laughs> okay. I didn't go till noon. Okay, Adele goes Instagram official with her new man. She's smitten. Yeah, oh. to do that. Hello from the love side. I, I, I went Instagram official once. <gasps> I remember. Uh-huh. And, and I think I got the most, that we had the most hits on our Instagram, Lori and Julia, we ever had. Well, you give a look into your private life, people want to see it. They want to know. You yeah. Know? It's cool. I, I did it once. And you'll never do it again. <laughs> I've deleted it. Do you think she's got something, does she have an album coming up, concert tour coming up, anything to kind of get her name in the business, in the news again, and that's I, why she's I think it? she's working on an album, but I also think she's smitten. I, I think you were just right. Yeah. I think she's just When you're just smitten, smitten you can't help yourself. And, and even though people will advise you, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, I can't help myself. Especially like post-divorce, I'm sure she's just feeling she's a little feel, more free, feeling I think herself. She's, I think she's fun. I think she's at a fun happy. point, yeah. I think she's happy. Okay, so um, another Hollywood speak for you. Hollywood speaking is Jennifer Aniston opened up about the Friends reunion and said it was brutal and kind mm-hmm. of um, just not what she expected because of a lot of us had changed. We've all gone down different roads, some easy, some not so easy for each of us. Hmm. Well, she had to do interviews because morning show right. is coming in and she's got to make sure she's get them eyeballs, especially Apple Plus is having a hard time with that. Um, so I think this is all she's she's going on that thing. But is she also responding to the Chandler stuff? I, I mean, the, so. um, Ross, I think so. Matt, Ross. Or, no, not no, no, Ross, Chandler, Chandler stuff. 
the oh, him. oh with Matthew his, Perry. Yeah, Matthew with his Perry. struggles and yeah. everything. They said he had some dental work done right before. Right. She said it was you in your mind. She said you think, oh, this will be really fun to time travel. And it turns out it's kind of hard to time travel because all of a sudden, you know, 16 years have gone by and yeah. then we're all back together again. It brought so much joy to our fans and to ourselves, but it was a little, you know, hard. It's something to be said, right? Like she stays in touch with the people that she wants to stay in touch with. 100%. And so when you add on the other ones, there's a reason they're not staying in touch. And, and not like a bad reason, but you just don't jive or you don't make that connection. You know, she hangs out with the gals. She hangs out yes. with the gals. Yeah. I think that she also could be referring to the fact that it wasn't what they thought it would be because I don't, I mean, if you watched it as I'm a friend's fanatic. Okay. And I was disappointed with it as well i thought it was it was it was a production it was a big commercial for hbo max i think that maybe when she looks back at it all if they would have waited a little bit longer where they could have had a full participating audience more interactions and less uh, social distancing i think that the pandemic part of it took away from the beauty that could it could have had right and i think it became more of a hey let's get people described to hbo max and i just kind of think that maybe it wasn't what they thought it would be i also think i think you're right grant but i also think she's one of the ones that's ready to let go of that part of her life because she's made millions outside of it yeah and and she wants her identity to be not wrapped up in friends she still wants to be able to do take on different parts and so i think that's always going to be her right like she's she's always going to be rachel yeah and i think part of her doesn't want you know is only associates with that you know like she did the reunion we all wanted her to do the reunion right and by no means did she want to all right there we go we spoke it. I, spoke I think it. I, you guys, mm. I think round of applause for you guys on that. Nom, one. nom, 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 nom. That okay. tastes good. This is breaking news. Oh, tell um, us. It's from a notepad. It is. This is Must my, be right. These are my notes from the morning shows. Um, and one of them is there's not going to be a real Housewives of New York City reunion. Oh, my God. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. Uh huh. I can't. Okay. So this all went down. Was this Friday night? Yes. So they declared it Friday night. They're supposed to be a film, and they said, we're canceling it. I jumped on, to tell you how quickly I jumped on Leah McSweeney's Instagram. That's why you said you went on there. I didn't know why. <laughs> I jumped on that bad boy so quickly because she loves spilling the tea, and she was on live, on her Insta Live, talking all about it. And? And... um. She doesn't know, but she does know that she's heard more about how people don't like the show than ever. Hated. And then she also, she had the audacity to add on that, like, you guys, okay, so, like, we get it, you're filming during a pandemic, that's an actual thing. But she's like, there are other people involved in this, in the storytelling. Like, they should, I go, well, you guys were boring. You guys were boring. Did you say that on there, I hope? Oh, uh, no, I don't, I, I want her yeah. to like me. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, but, okay. I mean, there's, like, thousands <laughs> of people watching, so what am I going to do, like, Throw that. I mean, I could have thrown that comment, but but that's the problem. It was just even though there was a pandemic, they were just boring. They were boring, and also like you can tell they're not close. You can tell they're not friends. I told you that this is what you need to do: quit watching Real Housewives. It's too late now because obviously they're done with the season. Just watch from season one. I got it on. I think Peacock, mm-hmm. and so I've been watching season one. It's before they had glam squads. Yes, they picked out their own clothes. Yes, you watch them every year on Fashion Week. Yes, they had every season. They have a Gotham hottest bachelors of the city. That was a, they go to the Hamptons, and it's like terrible hair, terrible makeup. Yes, clothes that are kind of amazing because they're like you know feel almost nineties esque. 
It's amazing. Do that. See, I do. I agree with you because this new one, because even though they're saying we filmed during a pandemic, so did Beverly Hills. Yeah. But Beverly Hills had Erica Jane. I know. I know. Yeah. And there's something about it. I wish we could get a see. That's kind of why I want them to go to like. Come to Minnesota. I don't even know where you'd get a glam squad. Like, I want to see people. Oh, stop. There's going to be people calling right and left. I mean, I get that. Like, But I just mean, like, it's not as widely known. You can't fall into a makeup chair as quickly as you can in these bigger cities. And I, like, I don't. There's something about now. They're all starting to look the same. They do all look the same. They're, That's why Salt Lake, I think, is so fun. Because it's a little different. It's a little Lips different. Snow. Yeah, there's a little different. Yeah, there's a different, like, uh, wardrobe and layers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of the time I'm like, I'm starting to realize they're starting to look so much alike because they all have Glam Squad. They all have, you know, personal stylists. It's like, I want some bad outfits. I want some Ramona outfits. No, I know. I, I would agree with you. I just think that it's just gotten, that show just jumped the shark so bad. Yeah, they they have got, and the thing is, it's New York. It's one of the most interesting cities in the world. And you're having trouble with content. You need to pick five or six new people. They they need to ditch the, everybody. Everybody, and I mean, I, I, would, I, say I would that. miss Sonia. I'd miss her, but she's kind of she has problems. If you watch, and she needs help. I think she's on season three. She comes on in season three. She was so amazing back then. She was, but you could see some holes in her story back then. Yeah, you don't really realize it right. until later. You're like, oh, that was a fake phone call. Right. <laughs> I just kind of miss her being delightful. I yeah. feel like she's. Yeah, dark. She's lost it. Yeah, yeah, she's lost it. All right, we have not lost it. We're just going to take a quick break and lose lose something during the break, and we'll be right back. Um, this is Lori and Julia on my talk. We'll be right back.